This morning, I just want to offer a small reflection to um, maybe help guide us in, in entering into this last couple of weeks. And before we start Holy Week, just, you know, in about eight days from now. And um, I was really moved in prayer to, to reflect on Isaiah chapter 43. And in Isaiah's prophecy, typically thought of as like divided up into three sections. And in this particular section, he's writing this prophecy to the people while they're in exile and, and they're separated from God. And living under the Babylonian king. And in the Psalms we read, you know, the anguish of the people because they're separated from God. They're separated from the temple and they're not able to, to go and worship. And we read words like, how can we sing the song of the Lord on alien soil? And there's a kind of longing for the Lord. And in the midst of that separation, there can also be a forgetfulness of the Lord. And so in this particular chapter of Isaiah, he's writing to remind them of who they are. And and in our own lives, you know, every time we fall into sin, we can be forgetful of the Lord. Or when we find ourselves in times of greater difficulty, we can be forgetful of the Lord when the world isn't as it should be. We can become forgetful of the Lord. And all sin starts with a restless heart that's forgotten how to rest in the Father's gaze. And so Isaiah writes to the people, but now thus says the Lord who created you, Jacob, and formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Reminding us all that it is the Lord who made us. And the Lord made us in this particular place, in this particular time. That he's called us by name, that we belong to him. And that's what we have to remember at all times, that we belong to him. And the goal of our spiritual life is to live our lives every single day as if we belong to him. And he promises to protect them. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. Through rivers, you shall not be swept away. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned. Nor will flames consume you. For I, the Lord, am your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as ransom for you, 
Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you. Because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. I give people in return for you and nations in exchange for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. From the east I will bring back your offspring, from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them. Bring back my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. And he promises that that he will protect them, and he will save them, that he will bring them back. And those same promises are extended to each and every one of us, that he will protect us, he will save us, he will gather us to himself. All who are called by my name I created for my glory. I formed them, made them. Lead out the people, blind though they have eyes, deaf though they have ears. Let all the nations gather together, let the peoples assemble who among them could have declared this or announced to us the earlier things. Let them produce witnesses to prove themselves right, that one may hear and say it is true. You are my witnesses, oracle of the Lord, my servant whom I have chosen to know and believe in me and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, And after me there shall be none. I, I am the Lord. There is no Savior but me. It is I who declared, who saved, who announced, not some strange God among you. You are my witnesses, oracle of the Lord. I am God. Yes, from eternity I am he. There is none who can deliver from my hand. I act, and who can cancel it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake I send to Babylon. I will bring down all her defenses, and the Chaldeans shall cry out in lamentation. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who opens a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who leads out chariots and horsemen, a powerful army, till they lie prostrate together, never to rise, snuffed out, quenched like a wick. Remember not the events of the past, the things of long ago consider not. See, I am doing something new. Now it springs forth, do you not perceive it? In the wilderness I make a way in the wasteland rivers. So the prophet reminds them that they belong to the Lord and then speaks this promise of deliverance into their hearts that that he will send his Holy One to redeem them. And then he says, remember not the events of the past, the things of long ago consider not. See, I am doing something new. And those words are are really important because sometimes the biggest obstacle in our spiritual life is remembering things of the past. And 
And that can happen when we remember our past sins with a lot of shame, and maybe we haven't forgiven ourselves for our past sins. We sort of stay bound in them. Those things in our life that maybe we've gone to confession for, but we haven't allowed ourselves to be forgiven. Or maybe there's things in our past that that we haven't really confessed directly, and maybe we've just confessed them indirectly because we still carry a lot of shame around them. There can also be the sins that have been committed against us in the past that become an obstacle to trusting. If we've had untrustworthy people in our life, And we remember that it can, it can bring about a lot of fear so that, that we're not really willing to trust in, in people in the present. And whether that's a family member, a parent, a grandparent, a friend who betrayed us, a church leader who's betrayed us, Those things of the past can get in the way of trusting in the Lord in the present. And the Lord says, remember not the things of the past. See, I am doing something new. Don't miss out on the new thing I'm doing. Wild beasts honor me jackals and ostriches, for I put water in the wilderness and rivers in the wastelands for my chosen people to drink, the people whom I formed for myself, that they might account my praise. Yet you did not call upon me, Jacob, for you grew weary of me, Israel. You did not bring me sheep for your burnt offerings, nor honor me with your sacrifices. I did not exact from you the service of offerings, nor weary you for frankincense, You did not buy me sweet cane, nor did you fill me with the fat of your sacrifices. Instead, you burdened me with your sins, wearied me with your crimes. And so here the prophet is reminding the people that he knows well all of their sins and the ways that they have not trusted in the Lord. The times when they have not sacrificed as they should have. The times when they took refuge in something other than the Lord. That he knows all of those things. And as he reminds them of that, he says, It is I, I who wipe out for my own sake your offenses. Your sins I remember no more. For my own sake I wipe them out because God is so good. And he desires us to be in relationship with him. And so when he says, I forgive you, he means I forgive you. When he says, I absolve you, he means I absolve you. And that it's possible to begin again, and it's possible to begin again in freedom. And sometimes there's a part of our heart that says, "Uh, like, I don't deserve that. 
Like there's something wrong with the fact that God is so merciful. Maybe he shouldn't love me that much. And so Isaiah speaks into that as well, saying, would you have me remember, have us come to trial, speak up, prove your innocence. Your first father sinned, your spokesman rebelled against me till I repudiated the holy princes, put Jacob under the ban, exposed Israel to scorn. And what he's saying is if, if we want to kind of go to trial with him, we can but it's probably not going to go well for us. And the better path is to surrender and submit to the new thing that he wants to do in our hearts. And each year as we celebrate Easter, we renew our baptism. And baptism was the time in each of every one of our life where all of these words were made real in our hearts. It was the time that each of us became someone new. And every year at Easter, we renew the promises of our baptism because that's the moment in which we were made new. And, and when, we, when we do that, we should do that intentionally. And so, so I just invite you over these next couple of weeks to, to sort of do an examination of conscience using the promises that we renew at our baptism so that we do it intentionally. You know, like when an adult is baptized, they would come to the church and this is somebody who maybe was living a sinful life and, uh, and then they came to realize that they need Jesus in their life and, and after receiving some instruction, they would get baptized. And, and in the ancient church, they would be asked these questions and they would face the West. And as they faced the West, they would be asked, do you reject Satan? And for an adult who's coming into the church for the first time, they might be thinking about all the sin that they've committed in their life and, and what they've, exactly what they've done. And when they say, I do, they're saying, yes, I reject all of that. I reject everything I've done. And all his works. And they might be thinking there about all of the sins that have been committed against them or, or the ways that evil has like, touched their life or the people that have abandoned them or hurt them. The sins committed against them, the things that need to be forgiven. Yes, I renounce all of that because I don't want that having an influence over my life anymore. I want to be somebody new. And all his empty show, or all his empty promises. And they might also be mindful of all the lies that we start to believe because of sin, either our personal sin or the sins committed against us. And things like, I'm not really worthy, or I'm not really forgiven, or if people really knew about what's in my heart, they would reject me. My role in the world is to be miserable and suffer and not to have joy, like all of those kinds of lies. Yes, I renounce all of that. And then they would turn physically towards the East and then they would answer those questions. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord?
Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church? Which means, like, yes, I do. I trust in that. And it's the most powerful kind of deliverance prayer that we have every single Easter. But so often as we enter into the Easter season, we, co- we sort of get busy and our, our lives are busy. And, and when we come to that point during the liturgy, we kind of invite everybody to stand. We read these questions. Everybody says, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, without really thinking about what they're saying. And a more powerful way of entering into it is just to, to really reflect on those questions. And so my personal custom for the last few years has been to make lists and, and I just take a piece of paper and I make three columns and, and it says like, do you renounce Satan? And I write down like all the sin in my life that, that has really troubled me over the last year that all the things I need to renounce. And all his works. And, and there I might write down like any resentments that I'm holding, things that need to be forgiven, ways that people have hurt me, sins committed against me. And all his empty show. And there I might write down all those lies. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of God's love. I'm not smart enough. Nobody understands me. And as I take that inventory and, and I might write that in chapel and then I just kind of put it over my breast and in my pocket so that at that time in the liturgy I'm very intentional about renewing those promises. And as we enter into these last couple of weeks, preparing for that moment of renewing our baptismal promises at Easter, it's, it's an opportunity to just enter more intentionally into that. And to reflect on what is the newness that our Lord wants to do in our life? Like how does he want to make our heart new? What's the new thing he's going to do in us? Are we really willing to let go of all of that junk that distracts us from him and truly give him our whole heart? On Ash Wednesday, we had that reading, come back to me with your whole heart. And then we easily forget and get distracted. And so brothers and sisters, I just invite you to to reflect on that newness and, and what our Lord wants to do new in your life and and to just ask him, like, Jesus, what is the new thing you want to do in me? And invite you over the next couple of weeks and, and for the rest of this time of prayer to do that examination of conscience over the baptismal promises and, and to truly be prepared for that renewal that we celebrate with great joy in the coming weeks. And, and I will be in the confessional and until about 9.25, 9.30, and, uh, and then we'll have benediction.